This is At The Table, a play reading series by Charging Loose Media. A quick content warning before we begin. This episode includes strong language, adult themes, and ghosts. If supernatural ephemeral beings of dubious intent are not your thing, maybe skip this one and we'll catch you next time. Also, don't forget to stick around after the credits for an interview with this episode's actors. Enjoy! Ghost Story by Leah Romeo Setting, Lydia's studio apartment on the Lower East Side. Ow! What did you- Sorry. I tripped over something. Sorry. Don't move. I'll get the lights. It's a mess. I should have warned you. No, no. It's great. I just moved in. I haven't had time to unpack. That's okay. Here, sit down. Pull up a box. You want a drink? Sure. If it's not too much trouble. The drink is no trouble at all. The glass, on the other hand... Oh, well, I don't... I have these amazing whiskey glasses somewhere. They're from Switzerland, and they have this weird, like, a peak at the bottom shaped like the Matterhorn. It's supposed to open up the whiskey, let the air in, and also, you know, make you feel like a pretentious asshole. How do you feel about drinking out of a soap dispenser? Does it have soap in it? Probably. Uh. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Does it taste like soap? Yeah, kind of. But maybe it's supposed to? You're not much of a whiskey drinker, are you? I'm not normally much of a drinker at all. How come? I don't know. Uh, it feels like I've got things arranged in my head, like in this particular order, and I don't want to mess it up. But you're drinking tonight. Yeah, I... Yeah. I am. So what's the occasion? I don't know. Tuesday night. <laughs> or is it Wednesday morning? Drinking on Tuesday night sounds so much less bad than drinking on Wednesday morning. I mean, neither one really sounds great. Uh, so why were you drinking? Were is the wrong word. Were implies past tense. Cheers! Cheers. Your place is nice. I love the details, all the old moldings. Ask me how much I pay for it. Uh, isn't that rude? How long did you say you'd been in New York? Not very long, but... I know what my mail carrier pays in rent. I know what my barista pays in rent. I know what the lady I met this morning waiting for the L train pays in... Okay, (laughs) okay. How much do you pay? Eight hundred. Dollars? No, donuts. That's crazy. I know. How did you find it? Being a broker has certain advantages. It came across my desk and I didn't even post it. I just went right down and signed the lease myself. So you have the whole place? No, my boyfriend's in the other room. Uh... I'm kidding. I don't have another room. Uh, Oh. Also, I don't have a boyfriend. That's... Um... (laughs) That's surprising. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're kind of gorgeous. Kind of gorgeous? No, I, I mean, 
you're actually very gorgeous. <laughs> then why didn't you say that? I, um... It bugs me, you know, how everyone's always like, kind of this and a little bit of that. There's like this epidemic of qualification, at least with your generation. Okay, we're not from different generations. How old are you? 28. Oh, God, really? I knew you were young, but I didn't know you were born in the 90s. I wasn't born in the 90s. I was born at the end of the 80s. How old are you? Like 30? I turned 40 in April. No way. No, you're right. I'm lying because I went the adolescent. I just picked up to think I'm even older than I Wait, really... You're actually 40? Now you're rubbing it in. Sorry. I, I just... I wouldn't have known. So now that you do, are you scared? Why? I don't know. It all looks okay with clothes on, but underneath it's probably held together with Spanx and duct tape. Well, that's not... I mean... That isn't really any of my business. <laughs> isn't it? Look, I don't know if... Maybe I gave you the wrong idea. Or maybe you're giving me the wrong idea. Or maybe you're not, and I'm just picking up on the wrong idea and making everything really awkward for no reason. <laughs> what wrong idea is that? That we're... That we're going to... Fuck? Um, You're not one of those guys who says, make love, are you? Because I'm sorry, but that's kind of a deal breaker. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. There isn't a deal to break. Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. I mean, sort of. It's, um, it's complicated. I don't have time for complicated. I really like talking to you. I just... I thought maybe we could be friends. You came back to my apartment in the middle of the night because you thought maybe we could be friends. Yeah. I don't need friends. I do. So go join a bowling league. I hate bowling. God, me too. I don't understand why anyone likes it, actually. Well, I think what it is... It's a way to hang out with people without actually having to talk to them. And all these things people do, bowling, watching sports, playing pool. It's hard to just sit in a room and talk, so we come up with all these other ways to be together without actually having to do that. With you, though, it's not. It's not hard. And I... I don't know. I liked that. What about with your girlfriend? She's not a big talker. I bet she'd have something to say about you being in my apartment right now. I don't really think she'd mind. She knows I've been... I've only been in New York a couple of months, and it's not an easy city. So why do you stay? I told you. We shut down our Iowa office, and there was a job open here, so I... Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure there are software developer jobs somewhere else. The thing is, anywhere else, I think I wouldn't feel anything. And you feel things here? Yeah. Mostly it's things like, <laughs> oh god, my ears hurt, or why is there a naked man shitting on the subway platform? <laughs> but I think it's 
probably better than being... Anyway, I'm hoping after a while it'll get easier. I've been here 20 years and it hasn't yet. So why do you stay? I don't know. It's kind of like when you're in a bad relationship. You know they don't treat you right, but then you picture your life without them and it's just this big blank space. Yeah, I... I think I know what you mean. So your complicated girlfriend, is she back in Iowa? Yeah, she's... Yeah. So you're doing long distance? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't really know what we're doing. Does she have any plans to move? No, she's pretty much stuck there. And you're not allowed to be with anybody else? It's not that I'm not allowed, I just... I don't think it would feel right. So you're just going to live like a monk? <laughs> Only if monks are allowed to watch a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of porn do you watch? <laughs> That's kind of private. Come on. What are you into? Clowns? Vegetables? Horses? No! Japanese newscasters? What? <laughs> There's like this whole subgenre. These poor Japanese women are just trying to read the news or, I don't know, do the weather. And meanwhile, men keep coming in and doing unspeakable things to them. No, I just... I just like... People. I like the ones where it says they're real couples. Although I'm sure they're probably not. So you're allowed to watch porn, but you're not allowed to actually... Like I said, it's not that I'm not allowed, it's just... What if it didn't mean anything? It would mean something, though. If you... If you and I... No, it wouldn't. Really? I met you two hours ago. I know, but I... I kind of thought you... liked me? Why? Because I sat next to you at the bar... Because I laughed when you said things that weren't even funny. No, I just... I don't know. I felt like we got along. I'm a real estate agent. I get along with people for a living. Look, I like you fine. I just... I'm off the merry-go-round. I've been around and around, and I've fallen off pretty much every horse, and I'm just... I'm done. Then what did you think this was going to... Just something easy. I've been in kind of a dry spell, and I thought you could help me break it. That's all? That's all. What do you think? I should... I should go. What are you scared of? Lots of things. Heights, public speaking, raccoons. Raccoons? I used to have this dream where this enormous raccoon... It would come running towards me, sort of bounding the way they do. And it would open its mouth, and it would be all full of these giant, sharp teeth, and it would... What are you scared of right now? Davis opens his mouth, but does not come up with an answer. Lydia kisses him. He kisses her back, tentatively at first, but quickly becoming passionate. He presses her backwards... A stack of boxes on the other side of the room clatters to the floor. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, God. It's okay. It's okay. 
You think anything's broken? Oh, you don't need to... I want to make sure your stuff is okay. You really don't I need just... to... I just... I think it's fine. How did that even... We must have bumped into something. All the way over there? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was... I haven't done this in a while. How long ago did you say you moved here? A couple of months. But it's actually been a little longer than that since I... How long has it been? There's a... There's something I should probably tell you. Uh, my girlfriend, she's not... She's not real? She is real. She was real. She... Um, she died. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Thanks. It's... <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. How did she... She, um... It was weird. She had this... aneurysm in her brain, and it ruptured really suddenly, and... That's awful. Yeah. I'm okay, though. It was a while ago. How long ago? Almost five years. Five years? And you haven't even kissed anybody? Not... until tonight. <laughs> I forgot how it felt, and it felt... It felt really good. You know, maybe this isn't a good idea. Wait, what? I just... I'm just not sure I'm up for... Up for what? It, it's, it's really late. It's not any later than it was five minutes ago. It actually is. It's five minutes later. You know what I mean. I'm sorry. What are you scared of? Snakes. Roller coasters. Finding part of a rat in my takeout. It happened to my friend. She found a paw. What are you scared of right now? Nothing. It's not that I'm scared. It's... Was it bad? When we... No. I know I'm a little out of practice, but I'm pretty sure I'd pick it up again. That's not... Do you think I'm crazy? Is that what it is? No. Yes, you do. I shouldn't have told you. No, you shouldn't have told me. I thought you were perfect. You were too young for me, and you were totally unavailable. I thought we could have a fantastic night and never see each other again. We can still do that. Somehow, I don't think that's really your style. Sure it is. Oh, yeah? Before you met your girlfriend, were you just jumping into bed with every girl who... No, but I met her when we were pretty young. How old were you? Eighteen. Have you ever been with anyone else? Oh, God. I'm sorry. You really need to go. It was bad, wasn't it? No. I don't believe you. It was actually great, okay? It was actually really... Uh, like I said, I haven't done this in a little while either, and I... I really want to, but I can't. With you. How about if I just kiss you one more time? No. <laughs> How about if I kiss you one more time and then I go? I don't... It's just... It's been a really long time since I had anything to hold on to. Lydia closes her eyes. Davis steps towards her. They are about to kiss. Another pile of boxes topples over. Okay. I really don't think it was my fault that time. That 
was weird. That was really... I mean, they're all piled up. I know, but it seems like it's every time we... Maybe my apartment's haunted. That must be why the rent was so low. Seriously, though, this is so... You're shaking. I'm just... I'm just cold. Is it cold? Here. He picks up his jacket and drapes it around her. Shit. What? You're really nice. If you ever decide you want to date somebody again, she's going to be really lucky. What if I said I wanted to date you? You don't. Why not? I'm too old for you. That doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what Ashton Kutcher said until he tripped and ended up balls deep in Mila Kunis. It might work for a while, but... But after a while, you forget what somebody looks like anyhow. No, you don't. You look at them every day. But that's what I mean. You look at them so much that you don't really see them. They're just kind of an outline or an idea. And then maybe they cut their hair or wear a different shirt and you see them again and it's like dazzling that this beautiful person has just been walking around beside you. It's never been like that for me. Have you ever been with somebody for a really long time? None of your business. I'm just saying, the age thing, that's not a good reason. It's not just the age thing. We're totally... I'm a New Yorker. So? So I talk loud. I walk fast. I once punched a guy who groped me on the subway. Really? That's awesome. I know it is, but it's not what you need. What you need is a sweet Midwestern girl, a nurse, or a kindergarten teacher. My girlfriend was a kindergarten teacher. See? That's what I mean. You need a girl who loves eating corn and goes to church on Sundays. Is that what you think Midwesterners do? (laughs) Eat corn and go to church? Pretty much. (laughs) It's funny. My buddy Joe, he's one of my friends back home. When I said I was moving here, he told me I'd hate it because New Yorkers were all rich Jews who lived in fancy high-rises and thought they were better than everyone else. (laughs) You think that's funny? Because I think that's actually really... Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, but that just proves my point. We're from totally different... Have you ever dated a black girl? No. But I've only dated one girl, so (laughs) that's not... Have you ever been friends with a black girl? No. But most of my friends are guys. Have you ever been friends with a black guy? Yeah. This guy, Jeff. We played high school baseball. Did you and Jeff ever have a meaningful conversation? (laughs) High school boys don't really have meaningful conversations. Did you ever have any kind of conversation at all? Have you ever dated a white guy? Depends on what you mean by dated. I've slept with white guys, sure. I've even slept with the same white guys a bunch of different times. Have you ever brought a white guy home to meet your parents? I've never brought anyone home to meet my parents. Oh. My dad's dead and my mom's kind of crazy. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's whatever. We've all got our shit. So, if I wanted to see you again... Where is this coming from anyway? One kiss and... It was a really good kiss. (laughs) Okay, but this isn't a fairy tale. If you lose a shoe at midnight, it means you're drunk. It doesn't mean you're going to get a happy ending. 
it's just been so long since I've wanted something, someone. Yeah, but it's someone. It isn't me. I think it is you. You're the one who made me feel... If some other woman stuck her tongue down your throat, she'd make you feel the same way. Maybe she would, but she didn't. You did. And yeah, sure, maybe I'd meet someone else tomorrow, but I met you tonight, and I think you're kind of amazing. Or actually, very amazing, and I just... I just think... Look, I know it's really charming in all those stupid romantic comedies. The guy who won't give up who keeps trying even after the girl tells him no, but in real life, when a girl tells you no, you've just got to trust that she means it. That she's not going to change her mind if you just ask her one more time. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to be... I don't really know how to do this, obviously. That's okay. I'm... Okay. I guess I'm going to go. Yeah, I... Yeah. I think you probably should. Thank you. For what? For making me feel things. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, I'll see you. Or, I won't, actually. But... Yeah. Okay. Uh, bye. 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 Shit. Shit, 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 shit. She is about to call after Davis when the door flies out of her hand and slams shut. <coughs> after a moment, Davis knocks on the door. She opens it part way. What happened? Are, are you... Yeah, I'm fine. Just the door. It felt like it closed on its own or... Closed on its own? Yeah. It probably didn't. It was probably just... Are you okay? Are yeah, you... yeah, I, I, I'm just jumpy, I guess. It was weird with the boxes, the way they kept falling. I mean, they're all piled on top of each other. Yeah, I need to unpack. It's just so... I could... What? Nothing. If you're okay, I'll... When I was little, my mom and I were living in this apartment building, and there was this Japanese girl, Keiko, who lived down the hall. And she would come over and tell me stories about this Japanese ghost called the Slit Mouth Woman. She's got long hair, and she's dressed all in white, and her mouth is cut in a slit, like this. And she'll come up to you and ask if you think she's pretty. And if you say yes, she'll cut your mouth in a slit too, so you can be pretty like she is. So you're supposed to say no? No, because if you say no, she'll kill you. So there's no possible answer you can... Yeah, that's like the whole point. I used to have this dream. I'd be sitting in front of the mirror putting on red lipstick. I was too young to put on lipstick, but in the dream, I was. And all of a sudden, this face would appear over my shoulder, and it was a slit mouth woman. And her lips were red too, bright red, and she was dripping blood from the slits in her face. Jesus. Do you ever have dreams like that? Like scary dreams? Over and over? Do you have someone you can call? Like like a friend to come over and... What? You just don't really seem like you want to be alone. I'm fine alone. I have no problem being alone. Okay. I'll go then. I, 
I just came back to make sure you were... Yeah, I'm... Yeah. Okay. I used to have this dream about my girlfriend after she... There was this big overstuffed chair in her parents' house, and she'd always sit in it and read. Only in the dream, the chair was on a raft in the middle of the ocean. And she was, like, totally absorbed in her book, just sitting there under a blanket. But every time a wave came, the chair would slide a little bit further towards the edge of the raft. And just as it was about to go off the edge, I'd wake up. You know, some of these boxes are really... The moors just piled everything up and left it, and some of them are really heavy. I don't know if I can... Do you want some help? If you could just take down a few of the big ones. <laughs> it wouldn't take long, I don't think. I could do that. Are you hungry? You want me to order some food or something? It's after midnight. Is anything going to be open? You really haven't been in New York very long. <laughs> what do you want? I don't know. <laughs> something exotic. Something I've never had before. Somehow I don't think that narrows it down. Okay. So what are my choices? Literally anything. <laughs> I guess that's why they call it the greatest city in the world. Yeah, no, it's not the museums or the jazz clubs or Broadway. It's getting ethnic food delivered in the middle of the night. I just mean things are possible here that aren't possible anywhere else. Like you can eat something that you've never eaten before at one in the morning. Or you can just meet someone like that. You can meet someone lots of places. Not where I come from. There aren't any strangers. But here, you can meet people every day. And then they can walk away and you never see them again. <laughs> like if I'd left just now, we would have never seen each other again. And that's crazy, right? I don't know. It happens all the time. I know, but that's what's so crazy about it. Like... That's like infinite versions of your life that are constantly starting and ending. What do you want to eat? You pick. Okay. That's funny. What? I have this horoscope app on my phone. Do you believe in astrology? No. Do you? No, not really. But you have a horoscope app on your phone. I just like to see what it says, but I don't... So, I just got the one... For today. So what does it say? You might be in the right place at the right time to meet the right person. These things are wonderful, but they're fleeting. Take advantage of them or they may disappear. Huh. Kind of sounds like it's talking about us. Kind of sounds like it could be talking about absolutely anything. <laughs> What's your sign? I'm going to read yours. I'm not sure. You don't know your sign? Well, why would I know my sign? Because everyone knows their sign. When's your birthday? The 15th. Of what? Of May. Wait, what? That's today. Yesterday, technically. It was your birthday and you were out at a bar by yourself. I went to work and then I was just going to go back to my apartment. I had a burrito in the freezer and I was going to see if any of my friends from back home were online. Online like to chat? We play Guild Wars together. <laughs> It's this fantasy video game. We all play at the same time and kill monsters and stuff. I'm not sure whether that's cute or really sad. Anyway, 
I was passing by the bar on my way to the train, and I looked through the window and saw the lights strung up inside. And there's a bar I used to go to back home called Andy's Corner, and it had those same lights on the ceiling. And Emily, my, uh, well, her hair was blonde, so they would turn her hair all different colors. And I just got this picture of what she looked like sitting there in the dark with her hair all red and green and blue, and I, I wanted to go in. I think Aries and Taurus are supposed to be a bad match. Are they? Like one of the worst possible matches, actually. I guess it's a good thing you don't believe in astrology, then. Where do you want me to put these? Just on the floor. Just anywhere there's room. So, tell me more about you. You pretty much know what there is to know, I think. I literally don't know anything. You know who I am, you know what I do. Did you always want to work in real estate? I mean, I don't think a lot of kids sit around and dream about selling real estate. So what did you want to be? I, uh, I actually moved here to try and make it as an actress. You were an actress? Not really, but I tried. I don't think I've ever met an actual actress before. You have if you've been to a restaurant lately. The girl who poured your wine, or served your locally grown kale. Is that what you did? I was a hostess for a couple of years. Then I got a commercial, so that kept me going for a while. Anything I would have seen? I doubt it. I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid. It was only on for a couple of weeks before... Before what? It... Uh, it got banned, actually. It was pretty suggestive, so... Now you definitely have to tell me. <laughs> it was an ad for eyeglasses, for an eyeglasses chain store. Oh my god. That was you? You didn't. I did. <laughs> you must have been like, what, eight? <laughs> I didn't know what it meant at first. <laughs> my friend Bobby had to explain it to me. Oh, fantastic. So I'm responsible for teaching you what... I knew you looked familiar. <clears throat> didn't I say... You look familiar at the bar. I mean, you did, but I figured it was just a pickup line. I can't believe that was you. <laughs> I can't believe you actually saw it. My mom's a paralegal, and she had to work late a lot, so I would come home and watch TV for like four or five hours. What about your dad? Was he... He lived in Texas. He still does. I, I don't... So it was just me and my mom and my microwave popcorn. <laughs> I might have been the only fourth grade boy in America who was an expert on days of our lives. I used to watch days, too. I got to work with Allison Sweeney once. Seriously? That's amazing. Yeah, we had a threesome with Duncan Sheik. Not for real, in one of his videos. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's cool. So do you still do any acting? I stopped years ago. How come? Because I wasn't getting any parts. It sounds like you were. I mean, you got that big commercial. Yeah. My career highlight was playing a nearsighted hooker who accidentally gives a blowjob to a gear shift. I mean, okay. But a lot of people saw it. You must have gotten a lot of exposure. I mean, not literally, sorry. <laughs> okay, I was getting some parts, but they were always terrible. I was a black girl with big tits, so I could be a prostitute. Or I could be a gangbanger's girlfriend. Or sometimes when I got lucky, I could be a video hoe. So you just gave up? I stopped. It's not the same thing. There's a lot of black movie stars, though. 
And what? You think that means we've somehow solved something? No. It just seems like it's not impossible to... Maybe it's not impossible, but it's really, really hard. I know it is, but... You actually don't know anything about it. Do you miss it? No. Do you still go to a lot of plays or movies? No, I don't. Food's here. What'd you get? Sisig, car car, arroz caldo. Filipino food. This is oxtail stew. This is chicken with rice. And this is pig cheeks. Pig cheeks? You wanted something you've never had before. Yeah, but I meant like sushi. <laughs> you've never had sushi? <laughs> the most exotic thing in my town is a Mexican restaurant. What did you eat? McDonald's. Then you've probably eaten pig cheeks. You just thought it was beef. Davis takes a tentative bite. That's really good. Okay, save some for me. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize how hungry I was. I never had dinner. I just started drinking. It beats McDonald's, right? I actually love McDonald's, but... Okay, even apart from the fact that their food is disgusting. Oh, come on. Their fries? Okay, their fries are actually good. But they're a terrible corporation. That's easy for you to say when you're surrounded by all these cheap, amazing restaurants. There isn't anything like that where I'm from. So for people like my mom who don't have time to cook and need a way to feed their families... There's got to be a better way than that. Did you ever see that movie about the guy who ate McDonald's for every meal for a month? <laughs> well, of course you're going to get fat if you eat it for every meal for a month. But they make it so addictive that people can't control themselves. I don't think that's true. You can just have it now and then. It's like when they want to ban salt or tax soda. Like the government thinks we can't decide for ourselves whether to... Oh my god. What? I just realized something. What? You're probably a Republican, aren't you? Because I like to eat McDonald's? Because you're a white dude from a red state who thinks the government needs to let us decide things for ourselves. I can't believe I was going to have sex with a Republican. Were we going to have sex? Because you told me we weren't. I know, but I changed my mind. You told me you weren't going to change your mind. Okay, well, I did. So, wait, I'm confused. Are we going to have sex or aren't we? Of course we're not going to have sex. Not now. Just because we don't agree on... Fundamental human values? Maybe we don't agree on some values, but I'm sure we agree on other values. You really should have told me. That I'm a Republican? Why? It's kind of like having herpes. It's one of those things you're supposed to disclose. I don't think whether we... has anything to do with politics. Everything has to do with politics. There's nothing that does not have to do with politics. Besides, I'm not even... I mean, I vote Republican sometimes, but sometimes I don't. How about in the last election? For Trump? No. Okay, well, that's something. But a lot of my friends did. And I can see where they're coming from. He's a terrible human being! Okay. Like... My buddy Matt. He's got a wife and three kids, and he's a manager at an auto parts plant. And they've been doing a lot of layoffs. He's still got a job, but we'll see. He figured if the Democrats won, they'd take his hunting rifle away, and he needs it so he can put a deer in the freezer. So even if he does get laid off, his kids will still have enough to eat. But nobody wants to take anyone's hunting rifles away. Maybe they don't. But he's scared. You think I'm not scared? I think we're all scared. And... When people are scared, 
I think they forget how to reach out, connect with other people who are different. They just shut down and do whatever they think is going to help them get by. But there are certain things that just aren't okay. Do you hear that? Hear what? Like crying, like somebody crying, like a woman who's really desperately sad. Maybe it's your ghost, your slit mouth woman. Don't joke about that. You don't really believe in ghosts, do you? <laughs> no. Do you? No. But you have to admit, it was weird tonight. The boxes falling over, and the door, and now this. You think somebody's in here crying and throwing boxes and slamming doors? I don't know. No, I'm just saying it's weird. Emily, she, um, she used to say that if she ever died, she was going to come back and haunt me. It was just a thing we would joke about, but then she actually did. And I was, for a long time, I guess I was waiting. I thought maybe she would come back, but then she obviously never. <laughs> and I think if there were any way, I mean, she was pretty determined. I think if there were any way to come back, she would have figured it out. You don't. What? This is the first time you've spent any time with someone else. I mean, I don't believe in ghosts, but if I did, I'd think she... Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm... I'm gonna go. Wait, what did I say? Well, you said my dead girlfriend is somehow... Angry that after five years I finally found... You were the one who said she wanted to come back. I said she couldn't come back. If she could have come back, she would have. And she wouldn't have been... Like this. You don't... You don't know her. She would have been glad that I was here, that I was... You think so? Yeah. She used to rescue baby squirrels. She'd find them in the woods and carry them home and feed them sugar water with an eyedropper. She'd put them in a box with a tiny heating pad so they'd be warm. <laughs> she sounds great. She sounds really great. She... Yeah. She was. Anyway, it's really late and I have to work tomorrow. I thought you were going to help me move the rest of these down. We're almost done and... I'm sorry, it's all just been kind of... I'm really exhausted. Okay. Can I take your number? Can I call you and... No, I don't want to be sitting around waiting to see if you're going to call. Okay. Then you take my number and I'll wait to see if you're going to call. I'm not going to call. I don't want to walk away from this. I just need... What do you need? You told me you were okay. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's been so long that I've forgotten what that means, so sometimes I say it because it's easier to say it. But if it means that I feel like I'm living the life I should be living, then I don't. And I don't think I ever will again. And it doesn't mean things won't sometimes be good, but I don't think things will ever be right. Okay. I'm sorry. 
No, it's my fault. I shouldn't have let myself get so... What? I don't know. Nothing. You... you want to go. No, I want to... Tell me. You ever been to the racetrack? I was dating this guy a few years back who loved to bet on horses. He'd always ask me to come to the track, so one afternoon I did. I figured I'd just watch, but he talked me into making a bet, so I bet on the horse with the longest odds since I was wasting my money anyhow. This horse was like 80 to 1, but the gun went off, and I looked down the track, and I realized he was winning. He was way out ahead of the others, and he was the most beautiful thing, all flash and muscle in the sun. I ran up to the rail and I was yelling and cheering and then all of a sudden he tripped. All the other horses went pounding on by and he just laid there. They brought out some sheets to cover him up and then they shot him. That's awful. I still remember the feeling right here, like I swallowed a lump of bread or something. I let myself get so excited when I was watching. Where do you want these? Don't do that. I'll, I'll do that. I want to do it. No, you should, you should go. I told you I'd help you, and I want to help you. I don't want you to help me. I don't care. She tries to pull the box out of his hands. They pull it back and forth for a moment. Suddenly, the entire stack collapses. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you have a great laugh. No, I don't. You do. Most people laugh, and it just stays in the same place, but yours starts somewhere and ends up somewhere different. You can put that one over there. What's in here? Clothes? You want to unpack them so we can have more floor space? Oh, no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> well, we're going to run out of room for boxes if we... We can put them on top of one another. I thought the whole point was to take them down so they're not on top of each other. I don't want to unpack right now. Come on, it'll be easy. We'll just put some stuff in the closet. He takes a sweater out of the box. The sweater flies out of his hands and lands halfway across the room. Why are you throwing my clothes around? I don't... I'm sorry. I must have just dropped it, but that was... Do you hear that? No. Is it the crying again? Yeah, it, it sounds like she's heartbroken. Like she's lost something really important. <laughs> That'd be easy to do in this apartment. This isn't a joke. Okay. I don't know what's going on here, but... It's probably one of your neighbors. If it's one of my neighbors, then it's weird that it's louder in here than anywhere else. Maybe that's just how sound travels in old buildings. And it's weird that I'm the only one who hears it. Maybe I need to get my hearing checked. And it's really weird that it didn't start happening until you showed up. Are we going to start this again? I'm not trying to say it's your ex. She's not my ex. I'm not trying to say that it's her. I know you don't, but if you've got to admit it's strange that none of this ever happened before. Well, you've only been here a few days, right? Um. What? Actually, I've been here a little bit longer. How long? Just a couple of months. A couple of months? See, this is why I didn't want to tell you. How do you get dressed? How do you eat? There are like 200 restaurants on this block, and I mostly just wear the same things 
all the time anyhow. So how long have you actually lived here? Since October. You've been living like this since October? Yeah. Why haven't you just... I don't know. Okay, I hate unpacking. And I've been really busy, and it's a pain in the ass, and I've hardly been home, and whatever. I told you you didn't want to date me. What does this have to do with whether I want to date you? I believe it's what they refer to as a red flag. Everyone's got red flags. <laughs> That's not... Yeah, okay, but some are redder than others. The point is, I've been here since October, and I haven't seen or heard anything weird until tonight. Wait a minute. Do you hear? I don't know. Yeah, I hear... I hear something. Really? Oh no, that's just my neighbors, they have a baby. And that's not what you heard before? No. Are you sure? You think a woman and a baby sound the same when they're crying? I don't really know. I haven't been around a lot of babies. Your friends back home aren't popping them out? They are, but I don't... I don't spend much time with their families. It's hard for me, so we mostly just play video games instead. You think if your girlfriend was still... You'd have the house and three kids in Iowa? Yeah. I'm sorry, you didn't get that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. <laughs> what about you? You ever wanted kids? No one has kids in New York. <laughs> you mean no one except for your next door neighbors? Yeah, okay, but they're crazy. <laughs> they also brew their own kombucha and keep chickens on the roof. <laughs> so you never thought about it? I mean, sure, I thought about it, but I didn't do it and it's too late now. Plenty of people have kids when they're 40. Or older than 40, even. Yeah, well, it's not in the cards for me. You think you just never met the right guy? I definitely never met the right guy. So what if you did? You think you'd still be... Why do you care? I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking. It's not going to happen. That's all. Because you don't want it to? You really don't hear that? No. It's louder this time. It's almost like she's yelling. Did you ever notice this... Ghost is kind of convenient. I don't see what's convenient about having someone yelling in my ears. Well, she seems to start making noise whenever you want to change the subject. You think this is all in my head? No, I just... You think I'm crazy? Well, I don't think it's someone haunting your apartment. <laughs> I mean, do you? I don't know. Maybe. I thought you didn't believe in ghosts. I don't. Then why do you keep on... Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I don't know. My mom thinks she saw one once. A ghost? Yeah. But you said your mom's crazy, right? I mean, yeah, she is. She she has a lot of crazy stories. And, and I always just kind of figured this was another one. But now, I don't know. I'm starting to think that maybe... What was the story? It doesn't... It doesn't matter. Come on. Okay. So I told you my dad died. These men came one day and they took him away and he never came back and- Wait a minute, what men? Government men, soldiers. We were living in Haiti then. I didn't know you were Haitian. I'm not, I'm American. But you grew up in Haiti. When I was little, yeah. But I haven't been back in 30 years. Anyway, after they took him, 
we didn't know if he was dead or if we were safe or what was going to happen. And my mom had a sister who lived in the States and she was telling us to come over. It seemed like things were about to get bad, but my mom wouldn't leave because she thought my dad might still be. And then one night she woke up and she saw him. He was standing right there at the foot of her bed. And he was solid in the middle, but he was sort of translucent around the edges and like he'd been rolled out too thin. The air in the room was freezing, even though it was 80 degrees outside and the hairs were all standing up on her arms and the back of her neck. And he didn't say anything. He just reached out and pointed out the door. And the next morning, she threw our stuff in a couple of suitcases and we got on a plane, which I don't know. Who knows what would have happened, but it probably saved our lives, I think. I'm sorry about your dad. It was a long time ago. That doesn't make it better. It makes it something. Maybe it does, but it doesn't make it better. I don't even really remember what he looked like anymore. Okay, so maybe your mom knew. On some level, she needed to leave, and maybe she had a dream where she gave herself permission. She doesn't think it was a dream. But it had to have been. Why? Because people don't just come back from the dead. Maybe they do. Maybe some people do. If they did, then Emily would have. It doesn't mean something can't happen just because it didn't happen for you. You know... If this was in your head, then it would make a lot of sense. Why would that make a You're lot of- You're obviously scared of getting involved with somebody. I'm not scared of getting involved. I just don't think it's a good idea. Why not? Well, for one thing, because you're totally invalidating my experience right now. I'm sorry. I just, I don't believe in ghosts. I wish I did. No, you don't. I do. I would love to be haunted by a presence instead of an absence. I would love to think that there's something that lasts, some reason why the fact that we've loved someone matters. But people just die. They die, and then they're gone. And then the fact that we loved them and they loved us back doesn't do a thing to keep us warm. I've spent a long time just feeling like shit about that, and I'm sick of feeling like shit about it. And I don't really know what else to do besides start trying to love somebody who's still here. Okay, so what if you do, and then that person dies or leaves you or whatever? I guess you do it again. You do it all over again. But what if you're just too tired? That's kind of like saying, what if you're just too tired to eat food? Like, okay... Maybe you are, but it's what you have to do to live, so. It's not what you have to do. It's not the only way to live. <laughs> Is this any way to live? Because this isn't. I have this bottle of muscle relaxants. A few years ago, I did something weird in my back. And there have been so many nights where I thought about just taking them, all of them. And the only reason I didn't was I knew how messed up my mom would be. But when I think about spending more time with you, I can imagine having another reason. I can imagine wanting to get out of bed in the morning. Although I'd probably want to stay in bed if you were there. 
you want me to be your reason for not taking a bottle of muscle relaxants? I think that's a pretty good definition of love. I think that's a pretty good definition of fucked up. I met you four hours ago. I know. I know you did, but I feel like we could really... It's easy to feel like that when you don't know what's wrong with someone. So tell me what's wrong with you. Jesus. You've got to admit this is weird, that every time I ask you... Fine, ask me. What do you want to ask me? Why are you so convinced we couldn't... Why are you so convinced we could? I'm not convinced. I just... I want to try. Why? Because I'm really, really tired of being alone. You want to know how I know I can't have kids? Because I was pregnant. Before I moved into this place, I was three months pregnant. You... What, you, you had a miscarriage? I had an abortion. Oh. I found out my ex was cheating on me. We were living together then. And I came home early one day. I was supposed to show a condo, but the client never came and <laughs> there he was. Right there in the living room in the middle of the afternoon. I think part of him wanted me to catch him. I called the doctor right then. He was sitting there crying and telling me he was sorry and I made the appointment and two days later, that was it. I was done. This would have been my due date today. This would have been my due date. That's why I was out at the bar. I'm sorry. I had a name. I had a little hat. I learned to knit from YouTube and I made a little hat. What was the name? Micheline. That's really pretty. I still have the hat in one of these boxes somewhere. I just started working on a blanket. So now you can't? It was complicated. There was some scarring and so I didn't even think it would happen the first time. I'm, I'm already old. But it could happen again. You don't know for sure. I guess I don't know for sure, but I don't, I don't think... Would you ever think about trying? If you were with someone who... Who? You? I don't know. Maybe. It wouldn't work. Maybe it would, though. I don't believe in miracles. You believe people come back from the dead? That's different. Is it? Why? When Marcus and I, my ex, when everything ended, I couldn't afford to move out right away. So for a couple of weeks, I was still just there. We moved around each other like ghosts in that apartment. And I was so fucking sad all of the time. Everything in that place was us. The prints we bought at the new museum, the rug we found at a street fair, the baby toys we started collecting from gate sales. Nothing was mine. It was all tied up and I couldn't. And then I found this place. Packed everything up and moved. And I told myself it was going to be mine, my own life. And I wasn't going to let anyone take it. And then you walked in and you're 12 years younger than me and you're from the Midwest and you're still in love with a dead girl and we've known each other for less than a day and now you want to, what, have a baby together? It's all just a little insane, you know? I mean, yeah, 
That's fair. I don't actually want to have a baby right now. I'm just wondering if you'd ever think about trying. Not like tonight, or anytime soon, but if we actually did this, I'm wondering if you'd ever think about trying. I don't know. I don't know if I even like you. You like me. Yeah, I like you. I like you too. I like you a lot. What if we did decide to try and it didn't work? I don't know. Then we'd get a dog. I hate dogs. <laughs> okay, then we'd get a cat. I'm allergic to cats. Okay, then we'd get a fish or a hamster. We'd figure it out. Like you said, I've spent the past five years being in love with someone who's dead. Compared to being dead, not being able to have kids is maybe not such a big deal. You know, none of this changes the fact that you think I'm crazy. You think I'm crazy too. No, I don't. You just said you think it's insane that I want to... Oh, I mean, yeah. But that's because I'm a terrible bet. <laughs> Says the woman who bet on a horse with the longest odds at the racetrack. My horse died. <laughs> that was the point of the story. My horse fell over and died. I thought the point of the story was that you were excited to get to know me. I was. I am. I am too. And I don't think you're crazy. I think you see things I can't see. When I was with Marcus, God, I was so in love with that man. I used to lie there at night while he was asleep and wonder what he was dreaming. I wasn't even dreaming my own dreams because I was lying there wondering about his. I don't think that's the only way there is to be in love with somebody. I don't know how to do this right. I've never done anything right before. I have. I did everything right with M. And it didn't matter. So what do we do with that? I don't know. I don't think I can do this. Come over and kiss me. She does. Behind them, a pile of boxes falls over. She pulls away. No, don't. Don't stop. Please don't stop. Whatever happens, please don't stop. They keep kissing as boxes keep falling around them. They keep kissing and kissing and kissing until the lights go down. At the Table is produced by Charging Moose Media. This episode was edited by Ned Donovan. Mixing and sound design by Marcus Bagala. Original music by Marcus as well. This episode was hosted by Ned Donovan and Marcus Bagala. We miss you, Rachel, and we can't wait till you're back. Seriously. We'd like to thank Leah Romeo for her play, 
and the cast of this episode. Make sure to check out our website, chargingmoosemedia.com, for more info about the cast and the playwright. Also, make sure to tune into our next episode, where Ned and Rachel interview Leah about Ghost Story. As always, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Every tiny bit helps us secure funding and support so we can continue to bring you new plays to listen to. Thanks, and we'll catch you next time. Uh, welcome back to At the Table. We are in Astoria, Queens, uh, at the home of Marcus Thorne Bagala, who is on mic today. <laughs> Say hi. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, hi. That's Marcus, guys. You've only heard him in the background. Uh, I'm like the uh, disembodied voice that just sort of comments on activity. So and now I'm here. There is a, an interesting uh, situation at the table, which is that one of us, our fearless leader, Rachel Flynn, is employed. Woo! <laughs> She's making real money. She's like a real person doing real theatrical endeavors in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, I'm waiting for a text from her to tell me about the... Oh, it is the American premiere of Legendale, a new musical by this incredible ASCAP award-winning uh, Warner Chappelle composer, Andrea Daly. It's all about gaming. Warner Chapel. Thank you. Gaming and gamers, and has gorgeous gamer graphics and love all over it. Wow. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. So here. check it I, out, Dayton. I, I thought that you said ass hat, not ass cap. <laughs> and uh, I yeah. was like, wow, is that is that a joke? So and no, ass, an I'm, I'm just an asshole. So uh, it's fine. Speaking <laughs> of that, we have people in the room. Hey. Just uh, talking was. Wow. Yeah. Andrew Mayer. I am Andrew Mayer. That's Andrew Mayer. That you may me. recognize him from other uh, Charging Moose. Projects such as The Hunted Encore. Where and The Hunted Encore Season Dose. 2. Coming which, up in Halloween this year, which we'll definitely uh, talk about in a second. Spoiler alert, I'm still there in Season 2. If you watch Season 1, not a spoiler. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> and also in the room, hello. Hi. Who are Carissa you? Carissa Harris. Carissa Harris is here, everybody. Uh, we are here to read Ghost Story by Leo Romeo? Romeo? We're going to find that out. We're going to find that out. Sorry, Leo. Uh, Romeo. Sounds cool. Okay, great. And uh, but first, let's uh, let's let's meet some people, and we're gonna start with the new <coughs> face in the room of, that we've not worked with, Carissa. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, how are you guys? Good. Yeah, I'm we're excited. good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, <laughs> welcome. And uh, who who are you, Carissa? Harris? Uh, yes, uh, my name is Carissa Harris. I am originally from Allentown, PA. Allentown, Pennsylvania? Yeah. That's where I'm kind of from. Really? I am. My dad lived on Northwest Street. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like yeah, what? I grew up on Liberty Street. Great. Yes. There wow. we go. Okay. I love um, it. <laughs> I've been in New York for about seven years, living in Bushwick, Brooklyn with my husband and little French bulldog. Named? Uh, felony. Yeah. Felony? Why amazing. is felony not here? <laughs> <laughs> is that I with a PH? Oh, French it's spelled normally. Or it's, spelled so some it's spelled odd. like a felony. Great. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Does she? Does she live up to the name? Uh, is she a terror? It, it's you know, it's a crime to be that cute. 
Good answer. That wow. is yeah. the oh tagline to a movie that none of us have written yet. That is, yeah, that's felony. Oh, that's it's so a crime good. to be that what's cute. The, what's that cat movie? That's like the sequel to like Keanu. Yes. Oh, yes. And now felony. It's a crime, crime to be, be that cute. I love that. Awesome. Uh, well, let's let's get one of our scriptwriters on that. Yeah. Um, so, Miss M- Carissa, uh, uh, do you have anything upcoming or something that j- has been exciting you in the land of theater recently? Uh, I actually just returned from the West Coast. I oh. was um, in the West Coast uh, this summer working um, at Sacramento Music Circus. Lovely. So yeah, yeah. Nine to five. Hey, Where I played Cassie the Gossip. Mm-hmm. And I ju- <laughs> we just closed Sister Act last week. Last week. Last Welcome week. back to the yeah, East Coast. So I'm, I'm back in the East Coast. I missed it. I love New York. Um, and, you know, I'm getting right back into the... Who are you in Sister Act? Hustle and Slay game. Uh, I was Michelle and a nun. <laughs> and Michelle's uh, one of Dolores's uh, backup, backup singers. singers. Gotcha. Great, great, yes. great. And then I was a nun. Great. Yes. Love it. Killing Sister the game. Mary, who knows? You wasn't a Patrick or a Roberts uh, no, or a... I wasn't. I wasn't featured that way. Ah. But I, I certainly was a featured dancing nun. Great, <laughs> dancing nuns for days. Yeah, there you go. And uh, a- Andrew over there. Hey, how you doing? So, so we kind of know you because you've worked with us before. But our listeners might not if they're not uh, uh, abreast of all the charging moose. Yeah, so who not, are you? You're not on brand. I am. I'm not on brand. What is well, that no, mean? no, the. Um, the listeners. Oh, if the listeners. I think if the listeners aren't on brand, like they're not on Charging Moose brand. Mm. But if they just listen to this, I don't. Know, I was. It seemed like a cool joke, and now I'm realizing I should have just shut up. Now I'm still with you, man. I'm still with you. <laughs> There's uh, no so don't yuck don't yuck your yeah, own yum or anyone the magic else's. Of editing too, like we just go for. Yeah, it. we can just we can snip it out. I we usually probably won't. I usually don't do that. I leave all the weird conversations in. <laughs> potentially <laughs> funny. Now be screwed uh, or banished back into the background voice. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just turn my mic off. Oh man, he really took a leap on that one. No. So who are you? Who am I? I'm John Valjean. I I'm. Two four six zero one. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm Andrew. Uh, I am an actor and a musician and a fighter. And um, and working with these guys, uh, Charging Moose. I've done The Hunted. Uh, so I've been pretty involved with all three of those aspects of myself. I think with them as a fighter. Yeah. And uh, I did some electric violining with them and some acting and some. Uh, some motorcycle. Some motorcycle yeah. riding. I ride some. Actually, I rode my motorcycle to get here today. Heyo. Heyo. Um, and then I just came off of uh, the Great Comet on Broadway. That just finished yeah. up for me. Shout out to to Grobes, Josh Grobes. If you're listening. Sup, <laughs> Grobes. Hey man, I'm giving you a shout out. Giving you some more followers. You know, just in case you needed them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sending them over. It's uh, I think it's at. Josh Groban. Hey, Josh Groban, if ever yeah. you want to be on a reading on At the Table, we are super interested. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah that guy apparently has a voice. So Apparently? I yeah, mean, like, so who I've who heard, knew? I've yeah. heard. Oh, well, I, I certainly didn't until, you know, Great Comet. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, everyone knew. So uh, we discovered you, Josh. So <laughs> this is bre- breakout role. Yeah, yeah, this is breakout that was role. your breakout role. And, and, uh, and everybody thought that he'd gained a crap load of weight for the role. But actually, it was just a fat suit. So like everybody was real happy. <laughs> That's a good fat suit. When he ended the role, that he was back to his not normal Grobenite. Cause self. just Grobenite. Yeah, it's, it's a just, rock. Yeah, it's yeah. well, no, it's Gro. <laughs> that sounds like a rock, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's well. That's what we had. We had all of these like 
what we would call Grobenites come to the show, and then because they started to enjoy the show so much, they became cometeers. Cometeers. Yes. Yes. So the Grobenites expanded their horizons beyond Groban. Beyond you raise me up. Be, they they yeah. they went beyond you raised me up and and, and moved on to a great comment. Yeah. Are you okay? Did you just have a, a a moment that you figured out who Josh Groban is? Well, no, I mean I've always known who Josh Groban is, but my um my when way into Josh Groban. Oh, his soul so weird. I didn't know he was you raised me up. Yeah, that was his like breakout single. Yeah. That was yeah. That's that like what made Josh Groban Groban. Okay, wow. And I think if he is. At some point listening to this podcast, this will be the point where he turns it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luckily, this sorry, is the end yeah. of the episode because we put it after the play. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah he's already still, listened to the whole thing. He's the whole thing. He's like, yeah, I think I've heard enough. Uh, you, what is it? He told me a joke. He was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've gotten a lot of uh, different jokes about you raising me up because I was like, you must be tired of hearing stuff about that. He's like, oh, yeah. Sometime they offered me to do a Viagra ad. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then, like, there was a. Wait, but that's why would you turn it. that down? Yeah, why? doesn't need to do that. Like, why would he do that? There's oh, it's not about me. Wasn't another like you braise me up, short ribs or something like that. Oh that was another God. one. Like, Guys, I listen to a lot of NFL people Network. People love that. Though. And like, they have a, a meat company that like sells meat on the NFL Network. Yeah. And at the end of every ad, they go because we smoke meat every day, oh and it's my God. so <laughs> fucking oh, funny that's to me. Actually, really funny. No, that's that's really that's really big in in like the ad world right now is like <laughs> taking songs yeah. and and using them in the most obvious yeah. like smoke well, bead every day. And I'm always like that is an unacceptable appropriation of this no, it's, song. It's, it also really works though. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, got to work with Josh. Um, After so you finished the comets. It's I done. I finished the comet. Uh, well, as of when we're recording this, it was a couple days ago. Um, It'll, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, do you have any? Do you have anything upcoming? Are you taking a break? Do you have anything you're really excited about in the world um, of theater? I have. Well, uh, right now I'm I'm actually doing a a small fight gig that a school offered me to do, and I'm gonna you know do it. It's uh, uh, what is it? She kills monsters. Yes. Yeah, so that's totally up your alley. <laughs> I love right that show. Um, I actually might have to consult you on some of like what. Dungeons and Dragons actually is. Okay. For those who so don't know, I wear two Dungeons and Dragons rings on my thumbs, so That's we'll true. be we'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, so what? What's she kills monsters? Oh well, I mean, it's like a it's a play about um, it's sort of like a, a metaphor, sort of between like us two sisters and one of them. Uh, I don't want to give everything away if you haven't read the play yet, but <laughs> something happens between two sisters, and you really should read it. It's a good play. And um, the, they use Dungeons and Dragons and like following a journey uh-huh. in order to f- help these sisters understand each other better and further their bond in reality oh, by cool. going through the fantasy world of Dungeons and Dragons. I guess that's the best way. That's to put a it. really great elevator um, pitch of that of that show. And I won't say more because you should actually read this play or go see Andrew's production. Go see that. It's just, it's just a school thing. It's not a big deal. That one's, that one's not a huge deal. Grobenites. I actually want, no, 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 I will not have Cometeers and Grobenites descending upon this poor school and making all these people really nervous. This is just a small thing. The thing I'm actually excited to plug that is a public performance type thing, uh, is the, there's an experimental opera that I'm starting up, um, from, the character that played Balaga, yes, yes, uh, in Comet, Paul Pinto, uh, he is actually a composer, and he wrote a new experimental opera that is going up at here uh, in downtown Manhattan. Um, 
And that is going to be happening in November. I'm starting that up in October. But the performances, there are 10 performances of it in November. And from what I've gathered so Where? Far, at here. Oh, like at Here Art here. Center. At Here Art Center. Yeah, okay, oh, yes, great. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was really, yeah, yeah okay. Oh, yeah, great. I'm back. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't, for those of you listening, I didn't just say here and point to a spot on a map in this room <laughs> that you couldn't see. It's actually called here. So thank you for the clarification. Is it, is it here, H-E-R-E, or yeah, here? Yes. It's no, it's H-E-R-E, and I think oh, they wow. like them all caps. Yeah, it's wow. super capitalized. Yeah, yeah, super, super caps. That's like, I feel like it's like on Facebook and you post something like this. Yeah. It's like that, but here. But here. It is. No, that's exactly what it is. So um, I'm starting up on that, and I am very excited about it. It's so out there. It's called Thomas Paine in Violence. What? Um, Yeah. And uh, it's just like this really out there uh, experimental opera. Uh, About Thomas Paine? It has to do with Thomas Paine in like a celestial, like... I honestly am still figuring out exactly what it is because I, I just started it and I don't want to say something wrong. Yeah, about totally. Uh, that's Got you. Good work. Huh. What I will say, Paul, it's, Paul it's Pinto, Paul, come on Paul, our show. Paul and Pinto. Oh my God, he'd be here in a talk second. Talk about it. You kidding? He'd love to. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's the next thing. Well, cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna snake our way back around because we're on Andrew Mayer. So Andrew Mayer, what is your favorite snack? told me you were going to ask me this and I didn't even think about it. Guys, it's really, it's every time. It's like, yeah. (laughs) We're really hoping a snack company will sponsor us Ah. so if we keep plugging snacks we might hit. Okay, all right. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go with my old standard. Got me through conservatory and in college, acting and and London and everything, just Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Which which, uh, flavor? The strawberry Mm, with vanilla frosting. Yeah, with the Pop-Tarts. I just... Do you eat them raw or do you like toast toast them? Toast them up. I sushi that shit. Yeah, Mm, raw. I I mean, I can toast it if I want like a kind of warm feel to it, but I don't go for the toast for the crunch of it. Is it about the gooey center? It's the whole package, It's the whole package, man. It's like a giant (laughs) cookie of goodness and way too much sugar. And when I haven't eaten, for some reason, it was able to keep me conscious and got me through classes. You get that insane the sugar rush. It, and but then you're like, Phew. yeah. And I, especially if you're like not taking care of yourself, like dietarily, correctly. Like in like college. Like college. It really, <laughs> no, but really, it really hits you hard because it really is all that your body has to metabolize. So Pop-Tarts. Shout out to you guys. I know you need some more followers. I'm trying to give you just like Robin. <laughs> Please, uh, you know, send send us pop tarts. All right, that's it. Moving yeah, back across, Miss Carissa, yeah. what is your favorite snack? Uh, it is popcorn, which I hear is a favorite on the An show. An old staple. Yeah. Uh, Any it, kind of popcorn? Uh, you know, I prefer kettle corn. That is not the common answer on yeah, at the table. But I Continue. Do like just plain old light buttered popcorn. Um. It's kind of like a thing I do a lot when I'm like, I don't know if I'm hungry for dinner or like a real dinner or yeah. I kind of Olivia Pope it. Mm. You know? Yes. Candle, just sit there with a glass of wine. And it's bigger than your entire dinner. head. Yeah. Olivia Pope that Olivia pop. Olivia Pope. <laughs> Olivia Pope the pop. I like that. Why has no one made Pope corn? Yeah. Guys. Mm. Shonda Rhimes, get it together. <laughs> 
unicorn. That Shonda, can, you yeah. want to be on our show next? Yeah. <laughs> oh Shout God. out to Shonda. She needs more followers. <laughs> just, you know, yeah, we're just trying to spread the love here. Spread the love here. Start a new project, I'm sure. we've, we've got a couple hundred to, to pass around. <laughs> and uh, all right. Well, uh, we, I mean, this is coming after you guys just listened to a play, but we are now going to read Ghost Stories. 